Jesus said, uh, this crucified life, it got to be a daily life. Like, it's not nothing that you could do one time and that be it. Like, it has to be a daily thing that I got to do. I got to be crucified on a day-to-day basis. And so he did it one time, so I wouldn't have to do it the same way he did it that time. I ain't got to go on no cross and die. I ain't got to crucify myself on a wooden beam because he already did that. And so now I have to be in agreement with what Jesus did. How am I going to be in agreement with what he did but by doing what he did? So I got to get from the point of just talking about the crucifixion to actually living the crucifixion. It's not about talking about that life. It's about being about that life. Not, not, um, not talking about what Jesus did, but actually doing and being what Jesus did. That's a different story. That's, and it, and that, takes, that takes away from the person that you've grown up to be. That takes away from the person that you know, you've built and established all of your beliefs on. All the stuff that takes away from that because uh, that takes you denying you. And so now if I'm gonna deny me, if I'm gonna deny me, I gotta take up something. So if I'm gonna deny me, that means there's a life for me that I gotta take up, but I can't take it up in me. Like I, it's, 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 a, it's, it's a life, like Jesus paid for everything on the cross, right? Right? But I say, do we gotta get some people saved in here tonight? Well, I'll call salvation right now. And I'll get you saved on site. And so, he paid for everything on the cross. And so if I'm going to agree with anything or uh, with everything that he did, then I got to understand the cross. So now, because if I don't understand the cross, then everything that I say is empty. Because your confession without the cross is empty. You can, you can confess whatever you want to confess. But without the cross as the source of that confession, your confession don't mean nothing. Because you be, all right, you could be confessing something, and I think a lot of times we do be confessing something, and and God be like, what are you even talking about? Because you're talking about something that you don't know about. Because you're trying to go off of something that you heard somebody else talking about, that you heard somebody else, but that thing ain't true to who you are. Because now we talk about them two conversations, right? The in and out of conversation. Talking one way out here, but in here and in here, you live in a different way. And so uh, they got two lives that you can live. You can live a real life or a fake life. Any life without Jesus is what kind of life? Any life with a form of Jesus without the cross is a what life? A lot of people in the world and in this room are living fake lives. Because if I have a form of Jesus, then I'm denying the actual power of Jesus. And so a lot of people, we got a form of what we think Jesus is but we actually denying that if we don't agree with who he is. Like, I remember, I mean, a lot of us have heard 
uh, apostle tell a story about his revelation of money cometh, right? When the Lord gave money cometh. And remember what he said when he got back in that car, the Lord asked him what he said. He said, I ain't say nothing. That man said something. And he found out that when you agree with somebody, it's just like you saying it. And so now, the life of Jesus. If I'm saying something separate from who he is, then I'm not agreeing with what he did. And so now, for me, because tonight, I want, like, I really want to take the mask off of Jesus. I want to take the mask off of Jesus because uh, when we look in the Word, the Word said the Word's supposed to be a mirror, right? And so who is the Word? And so now, I don't want you to look just in this Bible for you. I want you to look in him for you. So stay looking in the mirror of Jesus. Because, like, this, like, let me borrow your Bible for a second. Like, this is a cool book, right? Like, this is cool. We go to this a lot, huh? We read this every day, huh? I ain't hear everybody. I ain't hear everybody. Say, so we read this every day, huh? All right, that was a little bit better. Some people was lying, though. And so this good. But if this, if we reading this thing without no blood, then it ain't no good. Like, this, these, these words, this Bible, it got to have the blood in it for it to profit. Because without the blood, it can't profit. So I got to make sure that I keep the blood in the Word. And so now I can't read a bloodless Bible. I can't speak bloodless words. So now my words got to all be, come on, help me preach. They got to be bloody. I got to have bloody words. Because I, I, I've been watching this, uh, this show lately where they got people from the UK and they always saying bloody, bloody this and bloody that. <laughs> bloody, bloody, bloody. Like all of your words got to be bloody. You got to talk bloody. Your life got to be bloody. Whatever he bloody says, you must bloody do. His bloody life must become your bloody life. But if I keep his bloody life as just, if I only look at Jesus as a savior, I can never see him as the same. Because I, I put him somewhere that, like he came to be that, but that's not the only thing he came to be. Like that was a part of who he was, but that wasn't the totality of who he was. And so if I keep him as savior, I can never see him as same. And so now I have to take the mask off of Jesus to see that he is who I am. Turn with me uh, to Luke. Uh, no, 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy first. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Somebody say bloody. bloody. No, I didn't say bloody. I said bloody. Stop saying the D. Bloody. Bloody. There's power in the bloody. 2 Timothy 
chapter 3, verse 5. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. And so, a lot of times, we stop reading right there, but the rest is what we really got to take part in. From such, turn away. If I got a form of Jesus without the real power, then I got to turn away from that form. Because that form, without functioning, ain't going to work. And so now, I got to, like, like, what the cross gives and it brings me is real wisdom, real power, uh, real life, real peace, uh, real glory, uh, real wisdom. Like, it's, it's real. And so, having a form of that, I don't ever get a chance to tap into the real. Like, uh, that's why, like, he told me, like, we gotta, we gotta do better with praise and worship, too. Because we come in here with a form of Christianity. Like, like, praise and worship, like, like, it's not a, uh, like, we don't come in, this is not a comedy club, right? So, we don't come in waiting for somebody to make us laugh. Or waiting for somebody, you know, to make us, like, stirred up to what, nah, you know, I'm in the... Because the atmosphere comes from us. And so now if I get everybody on the same wavelength, everybody connected, everybody in harmony, then we all releasing the glory into the atmosphere. But now we got some people who just don't want to cooperate. Y'all raise your hands. But like, what you coming in here for? Like you be ready, come on. They got it. I hope, I hope they got it on point today. I hope they coming with something good today. I don't care if we sung Amazing Grace. It gotta come from in you. I can't be waiting to be stirred up. I gotta stir me up. Like before you get here, how much stirring you doing? Cause I gotta, I gotta be stirring on a daily basis. Not just, not just when I'm getting ready to come to church. When I'm getting ready to live my life, I got to do something stern. Because I got to release the glory. I got to create the atmosphere everywhere I go. I can't just, uh, like, and so now the deception is, is that we, we, uh, we keep the atmosphere or we relegate it to just church. But when we understand it, like, you church, you church, you church, you church. So I'm supposed to be having church everywhere I go. So I got to stir up the atmosphere everywhere I go. All right. Turn, let's turn to Luke. Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9. Verse 23. And he said to them all, who said? Jesus said to everybody, what nobody excluded from this. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. So if I'm going to get any power, any wisdom, any grace, then I'm going to have 
to have the cross. Because Jesus was not crucified on the grace. Jesus was not crucified on the resurrection. He was crucified on the cross. So I can't crucify with no cross. I got to understand his cross to understand my cross. I, like we said, I, I cannot be who I don't know. So if I never understand his cross, I'll never understand my cross. And so when I hear take up your cross, I don't know what the hell they're talking about because I don't understand his cross. And so now we got stuff that's going over our heads just because we don't want to pick our heads up. We don't want to think and we don't want to receive and we don't, we don't, we don't want to do no studying. Like we don't want to see who Jesus really is. Like the only time we want to encounter Jesus is when we come in here. But if the only time you encounter Jesus is when you come in here, then you lost. You blinded. Because you're deceived not to know that he is who you are. And so you, can't, you cannot get crucifixion without cross. So say, I got to have a cross. Whatever... Uh, Whatever I put my life in, like the cross has to be involved. Like the cross got to be the compass for my life. I shouldn't make a move. I shouldn't say a word. I shouldn't do a deed without the cross being there. Because if the cross ain't there, you're going to be crisscrossed. You're going to be somewhere that you don't need to be. Because he said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father but by me. And so included in him is what he did. The cross is what he did. The resurrection uh, is in the cross. I know a lot of times we like to uh, put so much uh, praise on the resurrection, but we'll never have a resurrection without a cross. Unless he go to Calvary, unless he do what he does, unless he denies himself, then we never have a resurrection. And so now the resurrection, the seated position, uh, all the glory, all of that is in the cross. So you want the resurrection life? Go to the cross. Stop trying to bypass the cross to get to the resurrection. Because, you know, we like resurrection. That means all them dead things coming alive. All them things I've been without, they coming alive. No, 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 no. You got to, they can't, they can't come alive unless you, because I, like, I got to agree with what Jesus did. I can't agree with it by this. Come on, come on. I can't agree with it by just talking. Because they got a lot of people that talk a good game. But talking a good game can only get you so far. Because, you know, we, like, when you talk uh, about something you could do, like, it comes a time where you got to prove what you could do. Like, I can say, say how skilled I am at ice hockey, but there's going to be a come a time, all right, let's put some skates on. I ain't never swung a hockey stick in my life. Because a lot of us, we don't grow up around ice. But there'll come a time where what you're talking about, you got to prove what you're talking about. And so now, uh, talking about um, a Jesus without knowing and living a Jesus is fruitless. Because your life, like, your life has to bear fruit. Because his life bear fruit. And so if I'm going to live the life of Jesus, and so if his life bear fruit, then I'm that fruit 
then fruit produces after its own kind. So that means that if his life produced fruit and I'm that fruit, then my life got to produce fruit. Yes, sir. Yes, Otherwise, what he did, what it is that he did. So now I can't go and uproot the cross. Because that's where all the fruit come from. All the fruit is rooted in the cross. Because now if you uproot the cross, whenever you pick a fruit and you eat that fruit, then you ain't got no more fruit. Because the tree gone. So now I got to keep the cross in its rightful place. The cross got to be the foundation for my life. And so now, if any man follow me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. So if you go follow him, then you got to, like, what's, what's the extent that you're willing to follow Jesus? Are you just willing to come to church, uh, either whether it be consistently or occasionally? Is it a part of your life to where my thoughts are bloody, my talk is bloody, my moves are bloody? Because even, because as great as the blood of Jesus is, it ain't nothing without the cross. Because we ain't got no blood without no cross. That blood don't mean nothing without the cross. You could bleed right now. I slash your shoulder. But it don't mean nothing without the cross. So as much as he got beat before he made it to the cross, none of that blood don't mean nothing if he don't ever follow through and do what he got to do on the cross. And so now I got to look at the cross. Like we said, the cross is a mirror. Like, I got to look at what he did and see myself in doing what he did. But I don't have to, but because of what he did, I don't have to go to the extent of that he did. And so now I don't have to endure no shame because he endured that already. All I got to do is deny me. And so how much are you willing to deny you? Because the, 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 the level that you want to deny you is the level that Christ is going to be Christ in you. Because just because you receive Jesus as your Savior don't mean that you live in the life of Christ. I, I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart. Down in, I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Down in my heart today. What is that joy? The joy that was set before him. He endured the cross. So you don't got no joy without the cross. You ain't got no peace without the cross. Jesus manifested everything on the cross. The manifestation didn't take place with the resurrection. Because a lot of times we like to see like, we, like, because we love resurrection, don't we? We love it. Resurrection power. But Jesus didn't need the resurrection to fulfill what he did. That's why when he's on the cross, he said, it is finished. Because whatever happens after this, it's just laying down. But don't none of that mean nothing without this right here. Three days don't matter without right now. Come on, come on. 
you being seated with me in heavenly places don't mean nothing without right now. If I never go through this cross, you'll never receive anything. And so now the whole reason for me coming here would be in vain if I don't deny me. So the whole point of Jesus doing what he did will be in vain if you don't deny yourself. You make, you make the cross wasteful if you don't. Because Jesus say, I'm trying to show you what to do by doing it myself. That's why a lot of us, we've been settling for the ram. We've been settling for the ram in the thicket because we're not willing to sacrifice ourselves. And so now, now, now we want to lean on grace to bring that ram because we're not willing to sacrifice. But he never asked you to do nothing that he's not willing to do himself. That's why I can ask you to deny yourself because look at me. I'm going to Calvary. I ain't asking you to do all that. I'm just asking you to deny yourself, to let me live in you by denying you. Let me see. Let me see. One more time. One more time. One more time. All right. Let me see. Hold on. Come on. Let me give you. Let me give you these verses. Uh, Mark 16, 19. Hebrews 1, 3. Uh, Ephesians 2, 6. And John 10, 10. Turn with me. Turn with me to John. Now turn with me to Galatians. Galatians 2. Oh, I gotta run. Oh, I gotta run. Galatians 2. Uh, this is, you know, Paul had just uh, got Peter mind right because Peter had went back to teaching the law after the cross. And so, you know, the cross take care of the law and grace, right? And so you can't forget both, just, just focus on the cross. And so, you know, that's when he got this revelation and he shared it with him. Uh, verse 20, I'm crucified with, with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness come by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. So how do I uh, agree with Jesus? And we said by living it, not just talking about it, right? Uh, let me see. We go turn, turn to 1 Corinthians. Because you got to be, you got to become a cross addict. You got to become obsessed with the cross. says that I am that I am I am what I am by the grace of God right but that but that grace of God ain't nothing without the cross 
as much grace of God that you got in your life, it don't mean nothing without the cross. So you can, you can call down the grace, you can try to pray and cover everything with grace, but if you ain't got no cross in that grace, then that grace is empty. And so now he said, I am what I am by the grace of God. And so it says, we overcome them by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And what else does it say? Loving not our lives to the, unto death. So what that mean? Cause we see, cause it, it, as you see, like we just like to stop right there, boy. We overcome them by the blood of the land, the word of our testimony. Nah, they got another part of that. They got more. That more say you gotta die. We'll ooh, ooh. We don't, we don't know that part of the verse. We just know the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, huh? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But what about that other part? We overcome them by the blood because we agree with that blood to where we understand that if we die, we shall yet live again because I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me because I don't love me that much to let him die in vain. And I want your testimony Shucks my time. to become just like Paul, the Apostle Paul's testimony. Uh, verse, verse 1, chapter 2, verse 1. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. So your testimony needs to be that I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. Say Jesus Christ and him crucified. Now I want to take you a step further. Let me see if you're scary or not. Your testimony, come on, let's read together. Needs to be, for I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified as well as Jeremiah Christ and him crucified. Take, take Jesus out and put you there. Let your determination be that. Let your determination to not only let him, don't let him be crucified by himself. Be determined not to know anything among you, say Jesus Christ and him crucified, as well as you and yourself crucified. Go ahead, say it. Take Jesus out and put your name. Say Velma Christ and her crucified. Don't be scared, Miss Velma. I wouldn't go hit you. <laughs> Save Ida Christ and her crucified. Say Queen Joan, Queen Christ, Queen Christ and her crucified. Because I got to be crucified with Christ. So now, because I can't agree with what he did if I'm not willing to do what he did. And so, I can't let him be crucified alone. Because all of my victory, because the same, the same God that designed and created you, he designed the cross. Like, I ain't talking about he went and was like, you know, let's make it a T or whatever. Cause, no, he designed the working of the cross. 
he wasn't a carpenter that put the cross together, but he designed the working of the cross. Because this is the way that you're going to receive everything that I got for you. And so by Jesus doing this, this is how you get all that I have, all that I am. This the way. And so now, how do I agree with that way? Except doing. So you got to crucify you. Don't try to crucify Carolyn. Crucify Brian. Don't try to crucify your neighbor. Crucify yourself. For I'm determined not to know anything among you. Save me and Jesus crucified. Ooh, ooh. This is my kind of church here. I'm determined not to know anything among you. Save me and Jesus. Me and Jesus. Me and Jesus. Crucified. So say this, all things are mine. I'm carrying them now. The cross delivered everything that I am. So I'm going to take the mask off Jesus, and I'm going to live that life. What life we talking about? Y'all want the resurrected life, huh? The resurrected life. I want the resurrected life. I want to wake up with all power in my hand, in my hand, in my hand. I want you to wake up with all power in your hand. You got to go down. You got to go down and abide alone. You can't be crucified with nobody else. You got to be crucified. Say, just me. They wasn't, they wasn't, uh, they had three people that got crucified all together with Jesus, right? It was Jesus and two, two thieves, right? Why didn't he put all of them on the same cross? Why, why Jesus ain't say, deny yourself and take up y'all cross? Take up you and somebody else cross. Because it's a personal thing that I got to do for my life. Because my greatest position is choice. You can choose to not deny yourself. You can choose to not take up your cross. You can choose to not live across the crucified life. You can choose that. And if we be honest, a lot of us have been choosing that. Let's just be honest. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Let's not, let's not fake it in church tonight. But now, say now, now. I, am I am determined. You know what that word determined means? What do it mean? My mind made up decision. What do it mean? Nothing gonna stop me. Ain't nothing gonna stop me. I'm fully persuaded. Steadfast. Immovable. Firm. Come on, you ain't got no more words? Committed. You can't use the same word. You can't use determined for determined. Persistent. Set. 
Locked in. It is finished. Committed. Somebody say committed. Somebody say committed. But I am determined that no matter how nobody else feels about it, this is what I'm going to do. So if my friend ain't about that life, that ain't got nothing to do with me. Like, mine, 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 your business. Mine, mine, your business. You, you just crucify you. You so busy trying to crucify everybody else that, and you ain't even crucified you yet. You crucify you. So that now, this life that I now live, I live in the faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So now, what kind of faith have you been having? So to have this kind of faith, you got to crucify your faith. You got to have crucified faith. You got to have cross faith. If not, you just got just like regular run-of-the-mill faith. And you got faith without the cross, and so now, why has the faith that I've been attaching to stuff ain't been bringing nothing back? Because it ain't have no cross in it. If I, if I, if, if everything, looking under Jesus, the author and finisher of my faith, I'm not just looking at this, this portrait of Jesus, I'm looking at the finished work of Jesus. I'm looking at what he did, because that's the thing that my faith is finished in. And so if my faith not attached to what he did, if what I'm saying isn't attached to what he did, if I'm not connected to what he did. Because a lot of people, we be connected to scriptures. We be connected to scriptures. Those scriptures have a hold on us. We, that's, my, that's my scripture. I know this scripture. You ready to turn to a scripture? Oh, I know that one. I don't need to turn my Bible. I can memorize that one. I can start quoting it now. But do you got that? All right, all right. Come on. Because the scripture, because without the cross, there is no spirit. Because the Holy Spirit didn't even come until the cross. When the cross happened, the Holy Spirit was already done. Your healing, it wasn't done at the resurrection. It was done at the cross. Your prosperity wasn't done at the resurrection. It was done at the cross. Everything that I am was done at the cross. So now my attention, my affection, my focus got to be on the cross. If I read a scripture and I can't connect it any, any kind of way to the cross, then I really got to kind of throw that scripture away. Because that scripture can't profit me nothing. Otherwise, it'll just be a historical scripture. And ain't, ain't nothing in no history books ever brought no dividends to none of, none of us. You know, we be in school. Why do I have to take this class? I ain't going to use none of this. And so you using scripture without the cross, you ain't using none of what he did. Just think about you. Just, just think about you being Jesus. 
and you having to go to the cross for everybody in this room. And then the people in this room, the people among you, they didn't even want to live their lives connected to what you did for them. Or maybe they did, but they was ignorant of the fact of how I connect my life to what you did. So you can't look in the scriptures for what he did. You got to look in him for what he did. Because they search the scriptures. In them, you think you got life, but they testify of me. But you won't come to me. You won't come to me. Say, I'm where it's at. I'm talking about you now. I ain't talking about Jesus, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about Jesus, but I'm talking about you. Say, I'm where it's at. You believe that? You believe that? You believe that? Ask your neighbor. I'm where it's at. The victory I need, I'm where it's at. The peace I need, I'm where it's at. The joy I need, the strength I need, I don't need to go nowhere else. I'm already carrying what I need. Everything I need is already built into my DNA. Like, that's why I say the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, because them steps are bloody steps. I start walking, when, I, when I'm walking in him, like I'm walking in blood. But the thing about it that it's not just blood that I'm walking in, because he says the same glory you gave me, I'm giving it to them. So now you're walking with blood and glory. <laughs> what else you need? What else you want God to do for you? What else? You want Jesus to go die again? He got die, he got die again? So what is it going to take for you to live in him? To live as him? Like, I don't, uh, I don't care how old you are, how long you've been living. I don't care how long you've been in church. I don't care how young you've been in church. You could be 12. You could be 8. I don't care how long it's been because revelation don't care nothing about age. Like, an understanding, a realization, reality, who I really am, it don't care about how old I am or how young I am. Because Je like Jesus was aware of who he was when he was 12. He didn't need to get 30 to realize, oh, this is really who I am. He knew when he was young. You ain't got to wait till you get old to realize who you is. You don't have to be old to realize that the power of the cross lives on the inside of me. Like, that's what I'm carrying. Like, that glory, I carry that everywhere I go. So now if something doesn't exist, I create it. Because everything that I want or desire is already in me. I don't have to go nowhere trying to look for something. Look, looking unto Jesus. Looking, looking, looking. Look in the mirror. When you, when you, next time you look for something, go look in the mirror. Go, go, go look in the mirror. Next time you want to pray about something, go look in the mirror. Because the same power that raised Jesus 
from the dead dwells on the inside of me. And so now if I need to remember, I feel a little weak today. My strength is in him. So if my strength is in him, my strength is in me. If he, if, unless he ain't in you. Because Jesus don't go nowhere that he not welcome. And he don't go nowhere that don't agree with who he is. So now I got to agree with him. He don't got to agree with me. I got to agree with him. Like he, like he didn't did say all. What's left after all? No, all not left after all. There's nothing left after all. I know I be, 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 I be switching y'all. Y'all don't know which way I'm coming from with my questions. Y'all be ready, boy. There's nothing left after all. If he did all. So if I'm looking for something, it got to be included in that all. There's nothing that I could ever want, desire, need that's not inside who Jesus is. And so now, if it's inside of who he is, it's inside of me. And so now I can walk around carrying the glory, carrying the blood, carrying the goodness, carrying the presence, carrying the majesty, carrying the greatness, because it's already in me. And so now I don't keep it uh, shut off. I got to let that thing come out. I got to let the same life that God breathed into Adam exhale out of me. Take a deep breath. Let it out. Do it again. Hold it. Next time you're thinking about something that you can't have, let it out. Because whatever you think you couldn't have is in you. You just don't know that it's in you. So you got to breathe 85 times when you get home to remind yourself that it's in you, then you can sit up there in your bedroom. Because <sighs> I got to let what's in me out of me. This life that I live, this life got to be lived from the inside out. Not my will, but your will be done. Let me decrease, you increase. It's the same thing. Deny, deny, deny. Die, die, die. Once you do that, you can live, live, live. But then in Luke 9, 24, it says, man, love his life so much, he won't save it. Like, he gonna lose it. Because he missing the one that he need. But if he'll lose his life for what I didn't did, if he agree with what I did, then he gonna find the life that I provided for him to live when I did what I did. But if you never recognize what I did, then you won't know that this life is for you. You could be trying to hold on to the life that you got now. You'll be trying to build your empire not knowing that the kingdom is already on the inside of you. You're trying to build an empire when you got a kingdom in you. So let the kingdom out. Yeah.